Um, yeah. Are you guys, uh, you guys ready? Not until we talk yeah. to the Lord first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's get it. Uh, dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for uh, just allowing us to get together once again to uh, essentially talk about you and just um, spread you to the people who need you in their lives, the people who are listening right now. Um, Lord, I ask you that you use us to present yourself to those who need you. Ask that um, going into this album that um, you give us the words to say in Jesus' name. God, I want to thank you for uh, Kendrick Lamar, and I just want to thank you for your word and your message in general. Um, you know, we all have our own interpretations based on our own circumstances and things like that but uh the one thing that remains true is uh your love and i pray that we always keep that in mind no matter uh how hard times get and uh i just pray that you allow us to interpret your word through kendrick's album uh in order to just help these people the most help ourselves the most and uh that your blessing lay over this episode in your name we pray Amen. And, and Jamal's the idiot that didn't, <laughs> that didn't put his phone on mute. Ah, I just was about to do it and I got a text. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. All right. So, <clears throat> welcome to episode five? Six? Six. Episode six. Hey, hey. Getting up there, man. Episode six. We're on our second hand now. Um, <laughs> welcome to our damn episode, uh, where Johnny and Jamal and I are going to be breaking down Kendrick Lamar's album, uh, what we think about it, how we feel about it, but most importantly, um, the word of God that he has just spread throughout it. Um, you know, I think when you just, even when you just look at the album and you just look at the track list, um, you know, you pretty much can see this is almost like an embodiment of the human condition. Uh, it's all the things that we go through, all the things that we feel. Um, I think, personally, it's worth noting that, you know, when we look at the progression of Kendrick's albums that... You know, he starts with Section 80 where he talks about, you know, being a crack baby born in the 80s and how that was a difficulty that was set amongst that generation of people. Um, you know, and then he goes into, um, oh, no, he yeah, and then Good Kid, Mad City, um, which is where, okay, no, actually it wasn't necessarily the 80s babies it's just i was born and raised in compton like this this is just the the situation of this environment um that has set back a lot of people you know and then he goes into to pimp a butterfly um where okay it's actually not just this region it's the system that we're in it's the it's the government and how the laws break down and 
you know, racism and a lot of other elements within it that set back certain people. Um, you know, and then I think I think he takes this album damn to that real problem is actually our disconnect with God. Uh, and that is where we see all the problems, all the sin in the world, you know, all the disease, all the war, all the hatred, things like that, all the fear. Right. Um, you know, obviously, like, I'm not trying to get all conspiracy theorists on you. I'm just, from just brief observation of looking at the concepts of his albums, you know, it seems like he's always touching on a different problem that holds people back. Um, so, you know, maybe just a little a little note. I don't know. Obviously, we haven't talked to him. We have zero idea. Um, but I just thought it might be worth noting. And, uh, and yeah, so... You know, when uh, when we get into this album specifically, I think there's uh, there's a few themes throughout it. Um, I think he touches on Deuteronomy a lot, which is uh, your blessings for obedience and your curses for disobedience. Um, he touches on wickedness and weakness a lot. A lot. Um, getting to end. Those are definitely some uh, some popular ones for sure um, that I think stand out the most to me personally. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we can go ahead and start to get in here a little bit. Uh, let me get this set up, make sure I don't have it too loud. Can you hear it? Hold on. It's a weakness. You taking a walk the other day and I seen a woman a blind woman pacing up and down the sidewalk she seemed to be a bit frustrated as if she had dropped something and having a hard time finding it so after watching her struggle for a while I decided to go over and lend a helping hand, you know. Hello, ma'am. Can I be of any assistance? It seems to me that you have lost something. I would like to help you find it. She replied, oh yes, you have lost something. You've lost your life. It's a wickedness. Um, yeah, so <laughs> quite, uh, quite an intro. Quite the intro. Um, and I mean, I guess just because I feel like they get uh, discredited, so not discredited, but they just don't get shouted out enough. T- shout out to the team that produced this album because they absolutely destroyed that. So yeah. Yeah. just shout out to them. I know they don't get enough credit. So 
shout out to that team. Um, but uh, yeah, so blood. Um, it, I think it's worth finding out or trying to find out who each of these people are. Yeah. Um, you know, is is Kendrick's? Is he? Is Kendrick? Kendrick? Is he somebody else? It seems like he's just Kendrick. Seems like he's walking around. Uh, as him, he's explaining the story as him, I think. Um, but who is who do you guys think the blind woman is? That's a very good question. She, uh, I think she represents represents the world. I feel like Kendrick, you know, throughout the album, he talks about how he's trying to change things um, in society and. Uh, the world isn't listening to him and because because of that his not I don't want to say uh, what's the word um, because of his mindset on where he wants to help humanity it ends up uh, it ends up killing him yeah I agree with Jamal I think it might you know the one might represent all the things he talks about you know with his vulnerability which is weakness sin wickedness, pride, um, lust, the world, so everything combined, I think that, one, yeah, pretty much like the most of the world, all those things, you know, as the world has, has so has um, kind of represents the world. Yeah. Um, you know, and so this song obviously transitions into DNA, um, and, you know, I, I also think it's worth noting the order for the most part, I think it's worth noting the order in which these songs come. I think it actually tells a little bit more of a transitional story than we think about um, when we hear the songs. Um, but you know, when you look at you look at blood, um, and obviously we're going to get into the message of DNA right now. But you look at blood, you know, and we've lost this. And as we get into DNA, it's you know it's that constant battle. Uh, between flesh and the spirit and it's that you know that evil that holds us back from God's saving grace basically um, so you know we'll get into that in just a second here um, but yeah so you know it sounds like uh, you know Kendrick right his death was just at the point of like you said um, he it killed him it killed him it killed him, him. Yeah. Uh, I like the way in which he portrayed the message that, you know, he's constantly, instantaneously battling in moment-to-moment warfare with the spirit and the flesh. You know, he has one moment of grace and God's presence, and then he has one moment of questioning it or of anger or frustration or hatred or whatever it is, um, you know, or he's battling, you know, humility and arrogance, you know, and he's just like... You know, I want to be in God's light, but you this, know, that, and the other is getting that. in the up and getting in the way. Feel that? It, it's the vulnerability I love throughout this album. Kendrick shows that he is very vulnerable, and that's not easy to show as human beings. You know, a lot of us don't like to, especially. I mean, I don't know how this feels, but someone that's in his space, you know, with the riches he has, and you know, the type of the mantle he carries, you know. He's showing that he's vulnerable. And like you said, Rudy, it's a battle between, you know, spirit and the flesh. And that happens every single day. And so to be able to hear that in the track, 
yeah. from him. You know, that's pretty that's pretty powerful. You know, he's letting us know that, you know, just because I have all this doesn't mean I'm not going through all this, you know. Right. I think that's what really hit me with this track. Right. Um yeah, I mean it just it just speaks on, you know, the power of both ways, you know, like one part of us is this glory and this power and the sovereignty that we have within us um from God and you know, and then the other piece of us just wants all the worldly things, um, you know, over those other things. And so, you know, Kendrick says it specifically, sex, money, murder, these are the breaks. Um, yeah. You know, like that's that's literally the breaks are what stop your car from moving. Right. And, you know, sex, money, murder is your breaks as a human vessel. Right. Your vessel stops moving towards God because yeah, of, the, of those things that we all... Uh, that we all fight. Uh, my heritage, all I'm inheriting, money and power, the maker of marriages. Tell me something, you motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I'd rather die than to listen to you. My DNA not for imitation, your DNA an abomination. This how I this way you in the matrix, dodging bullets, reaping what you're sowing, stacking up the footage, living on the going, sleeping in the villa, sipping from a climbing, walking in the building, diamond in the ceiling, marble on the floors, beaches out the window, peeking out the window, baby in the pool, Godfather goes, only Lord knows. I've been going hammer, dodging paparazzi, freaking through the cameras, eating four daughters, Brock wearing sandals, yoga on the Monday, stretching to the van, watching all the snakes. Curving all the fakes, phone never own. I don't conversate, I don't compromise. I just penetrate sex, money, murder. These are the breaks, these are the times. Level number nine, look up in the sky. Tennis on the way, tennis on the way, tennis on the way. Motherfucker, I got winners on the way. You ain't shit without a buddy on your belt. You ain't shit without a ticket on your plate. You ain't sick enough to put it on yourself. You ain't rich enough to hit the light of skate. Tell me when destruction gonna be my fate. Gonna be a freak, gonna be a freak. Peace to the world, let it rotate. Sex, money, murder, DNA. Level number nine is thou, or the, the ninth sin, I should say, is thou shall not bear false witness. And this is pretty much just speaking falsely, like in any manner, like don't lie, don't deceive people, don't speak unjustly about people um, in regards to like their reputations, so, like don't gossip, don't lie, uh, things like that. And he's saying level number nine, like that's where we're at, you know, look at all the lies, look at all the gossip, look at all the the static going around and uh you know, and then he follows it up with, look up in the skies, 10 is on the way. Uh, the 10th commandment being, you shall not covet, meaning that we should banish our desires for whatever does not belong to us. Uh, so worldly desires, basically, we should banish them from our heart um, because our heart belongs to him, basically. So if you dive into Revelations, you'll see what happens exactly when... Uh, sin number 10 is on the way and we'll definitely touch up on revelations in a whole nother episode but yeah just to just to highlight that um yeah. but uh let me see um he also the other thing he speaks with confidence into this album is uh you know is the end of times and is the consequences of our decisions you know a lot of times especially with how tough times are in general you know a lot of people want to preach the the good message um but they stay they remain sensitive with the with the hard truth um you know and that's the hard part with uh you know it it just comes down to the individuals um you know most people don't want to hear the hard truth they don't want to face like 
actually have to stop what I'm doing like right now like it's not like you know what I'm saying like let me just uh, well I can do it later let me just put it off it, it really doesn't work like that um, you know and so I think he says uh, let me know you know when destruction is gonna be our fate gonna be my fate gonna be your fate peace to the world let it rotate sex money murder our DNA right. uh, that's how he literally ends the song um, you know so you know those times those times are coming but um, but on the positive note of that speaking on those times are coming he says I got winners on the way you know what I'm saying that's directly coming from revelations where um, Jesus cracks the sky open and all the angels start worshiping him and the mountains right. will bow down to him you know what I'm saying um, so on the positive note of going through this um, album chronicle chronologically the ending of the last song um, well second to last song is God coming right so he's he's talking about things that are just gonna lead lead all the way up until revelations in DNA um, at the end of DNA right and that's huge what you guys are talking about right now with you know with the end of times coming because with everything that's going on, people need to hear this yeah mm -hmm. and honestly some people just you know aren't spiritual and they don't want it they don't want to hear it in a church they don't want to hear it from a pastor well you're hearing it from kendrick <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? you're you're hearing it in some music you know you just got to really pay attention to the details and pay attention to what he's talking about because it honestly really seems like that he's talking about them times which are coming that we don't know when they are but you know it's in god's word God promises it and God's word comes to life so <clears throat> but yeah absolutely Johnny I mean you know we do not know when that day will come it's coming we just don't know when it is going to be um and just to be prepared right exactly so it's literally you know we go back to fearless and equipping yourself um for those times like you really need to do that. You will need the armor of God to withstand what is going to come. Uh, you will need that. Sure. And the sooner that you start to pick up those smaller pieces of equipment to make up the full armor, um, you know, that ta that's a process. We're not promised tomorrow, so, I mean, it would be wise. Yes. You know, for yes. The, now, now is the best time, you know, but... It's we all need to know that everybody's gonna have that calling in their heart. Right. You know, God says that you will, you know, he's gonna knock. And whether we answer, you know, that's on us. Because we don't know if that's our only chance. We don't know if we're gonna get another shot, you know, right. at God's calling on our lives. So that's just something we need to actually be ready for and have you know, have an open heart and have open ears to because when he calls us and we don't respond, what's what's our excuse? You know? Right. Um, yeah, and so then, uh, you know, that's, it's just funny that you talk about, you know, calling, because we go from DNA into a song called Yah, um, you know, and Yah is in a very, um, you know, it's rooted back to Yahweh, um, which is another name for Jesus, um, and so... You know, there's there's just a couple pieces with throughout it, but you know, he literally starts the song off with saying, "I have so many theories and suspicions, 
but today is the day that I follow my intuition. So I see this as, I don't know necessarily that he's gaining, a, it might be that he's gaining a sense of clarity. Um, maybe it's, you know, him just trusting himself enough. Um, or, you know, maybe it's just him trusting God enough. Um, you know, because we're always going to hear these conflicting theories, conflicting stories, conflicting scriptures, etc. Um, you know, and obviously we can debate back and forth literally until we run out of breath. Um, you know, and so, you know, he's just like, finally, like, you know what? No, I'm going to go with what feels right to me. And, um, you know, I see this as like a pivotal point for him. Um, you know, that he just starts to receive, you know, vision from God um, and starts to see God throughout the world a little bit more um, as he goes throughout his everyday life. Um, So just like, you know, he's, uh, you know, I check the world's in static. I check the signal that red buzzing and that signal that he, the way that he explains the sound of the signal is ya, 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 right? So, you know, you know, we see this at, like, like I said, you know, he was given that vision, that clarity. He starts to see God. He starts to feel God. He starts to hear God. Um, and as he's walking around, going throughout his life, he's his signal is going off, um, and he just keeps seeing God, hearing God, um, and that's influencing him. Right. And uh, you know, even when we look at this in the into the transition of element, you know, like this clarity takes him into a different element right. um, the same way a lot of people that when they start devoting their heart and God starts to show them things in their life um, you know what I'm saying it, it takes you into a totally different zone a totally different feel a totally different atmosphere I think that kind of speaks on not to say uh, yeah I mean necessarily to say about where we are um, we started doing this and then when we were like well what content are we going to put out and then we're like alright well let's sit down and just try to jot some things down and we couldn't stop jotting down a content right you know what I'm saying so it, it, it takes you definitely yeah, yeah, yeah the song takes you into element kind of in the way of I'm flowing in a different type of energy because it's not coming from me. It's coming from yeah, yeah. It's coming from God. Honestly, a uh, different route. I think that the the buzzer going off that radar. I honestly might think it's sin. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, everything that's happening should be eye openers to us, and Kendrick gets it. Yeah. So everything that's going on is you know signs. 
Kendrick is getting it, you right. know, and maybe he feels like God is, you know, that all that science he's actually taken in, right? You know, and he's starting to realize, you know, hey, things are changing, you know, big changes are coming. Like he's like going through like a beach with a metal detector, and every time he finds metal, it's like the sand is like boop 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 boop, boop. you know, yeah. like yeah. that same uh, that same thing. I definitely, I, I definitely feel you on that. Yeah, I, I, that's how that's where I got from it. This is a uh, hmm. This is probably one of my favorite songs on here. Element. Yeah, uh, I would say Element's probably one of my favorite ones too. But uh, I think you know Johnny said it best, um, which is that you know this what you know like. I don't know. Humble is obviously him asserting his dominance at well as well, but it's more from like an arrogant point of view. Um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, obviously, you know, like you were saying, Johnny, like y'all could definitely that signal could definitely be um, the sin as well. But if we also take the um, the goodness, right? The radar. Let's say the radar is goodness. Um, you know, and then you take that into element. And, uh, you know, I feel like Element, he's, you know, asserting his dominance, but, you know, he's, I feel like he's saying that, you know, this vibe, that energy, that wavelength that he's on with the presence of Yahweh in his life, that everything he touches is just, just, just fire, pure gold, you know, uh, everything I, I write is an eight ball, you know what I'm saying? Like just straight, everything he does is just good. Um, because of that that presence in his life um, that has him on this on this element, um, but he's not just Kendrick Lamar anymore. You know what I'm saying? He's, right. he's Kung Fu Kenny. Like he he he's tep- he stepped into a different type of uh, element. I mean, really, he's really stepped into a different type of him. Right. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. God damn us all if you want. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, he like. I'm just like, man. He like. That's that's the part that I don't get. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. Damned if I if you do what? I think right now. I mean, since we're. I don't know, maybe from listening to it at this part, Kendrick is coming at his weaknesses and his vulnerability hard. Right. Yeah. Right. Of who he is as a human being, whether that's spiritual or, you know, just who he is. So maybe he feels like in his space that he's at, whatever he's doing right now, he's damned. Regardless, you know, God's wrath is going to hit. He's damned and that leaves him. Right. Doing what's that's- happening in the world. And what he's doing right, right. now Absolutely um, Damned if you do You know this is what he's doing And it leads him all the way to the fear of God You know um, He's afraid of everything that he's doing Is going to condemn him And damned if I don't If I don't do this um, I'm going to end up losing, losing my life um, Just because I'm not equipped enough To do what God wants me to do yeah. So if I don't do it, I'm damned. If I do do it, I'm still damned. So what do you want me to do here? Um, and I think going through the flow of this shows that 
God comes in at the end and says, you can't do anything. I have to do this for you. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, but to, to tie back into this element that he's in, um, you know, part of of responding to your, your calling, um, things get harder. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be circumstantial, but you start to apply these these laws and these guidelines into everything that you do around you and it is very difficult to make all the changes that you need to change and it's very difficult when you see other people unwilling to make that change that you care about a lot um and um you know and so you start to see what's really going on around you and how blind we really are as humans uh pastor chase literally said last night we're trying to fight a supernatural battle with our natural flesh so we get natural results you know and so yeah we feel all this anxiety and this weight and this pressure and the stress um because we have a word to spread and we need to do it quick um, and that feeling, which is the next song that Kendrick goes into, is very overbearing and it's overwhelming. And, um, you know, if you don't have that armor, it can drive you mad. Not mad, but it can really do some things to your mental yeah. and really make things hard for you. And he goes in the field and he starts it with, ain't nobody praying for me, you know? And he's like, and let me go back into this part right here because he absolutely destroys it, but he feels like he's literally bearing the weight of the world yeah. on his shoulders um, because of this clarity that he's been given right um so feel like i'm gonna learn you a lesson feel like only me and the music though i feel like you're feeling mutual. i feel like the enemy you should know feel like the feeling of no hope the feeling of bad dope a quarter house manipulated from soap the feeling the feeling of false freedom or false freedom the poison to fill them up in the prison i feel like it's just me look i feel like i can't breathe look i feel like right i can't sleep look i feel heartless often often feeling the falling and falling apart with darkest hours lost it feeling the void of being employed with balling Streets is talking, filling the place with coffins, fill up the banks with dollars, fill up the graves with fathers, fill up the babies with bullshit, internet blogs and pulpit, fill them with gossip. I feel like this gotta be the feeling where Pac was. The feeling of an apocalypse happening, but nothing is awkward. The feeling won't prosper, the feeling is toxic. I feel like I'm boxing demons, monsters, false prophets, scheming, sponsors, industry promises, niggas, bitches, honkies, crackers, Compton, church, religion, token, blacks, and bondage, lost some visits, some being a sold in concert. Fuck your feelings, I mean this for imposters. I can feel it, the Phoenix show. I can feel it, the dream is more than process I can put a regime that forms a likeness I can feel it, the scream that haunts a logic I feel like say something, I feel like take some. I feel like skating on, I feel like waiting for Maybe it's too late for I feel like the whole world want me to pray for But who the fuck praying for me? So genuine in the fact that I don't care what you're talking about. This this is the most important thing that I need to be that I need to be discussing. And none of you guys can seem to get on the wavelength that I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe I I feel like skating off on him. Maybe it's too late for him. Maybe I don't need to be talking about this anyways. Right. Man, who the fuck praying for me? Um, yeah, absolutely. He's trying to provide a light in a world that does not want to see that refuses to see that light. Right. Um, 
I what that line um he said the feeling of an apocalypse happening but nothing but, is but awkward. nothing is awkward exactly that hit because it's like you, it, yo man it hits it so hard right now because everything that's going on all this craziness you know we don't have to really get into it but all the stuff that's in the White House and all the just the destruction and everything that's happening in the world there's a lot of people out there that's just like you know that's just life that's not just life there's a lot of things happening and taking place right now Man. and we're just on and world. we're on social media you laughing know? about memes and yeah. things like that and oh. you know like it, it, that's not an issue but at the end of the day we distract ourselves and we stay within you know our bubble because it seems like stepping out and trying to make a difference is impossible and no, so we're just like oh. like there's no problem with it right the people that want to take responsibility of trying to do that sure you know more power to you but i'm cool i'm gonna just watch from the sidelines over here right um, yeah but there is no sideline you know what i'm saying there is no sideline it's either uh it, it's either you win or you lose um, so would you rather be on the winning side or the losing side yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is where things start to get interesting because, you know, we, we, we differ a little bit on opinion on it. But, you know, I, I genuinely, um, you know, we go back to, you know, how Kendrick is, uses different um, perspectives, right, with the woman in the beginning, things like that. He, uh, he talks from different perspectives, definitely. Um, and I feel like this song, Loyalty, is, you know, one of those songs where he's really channeling somebody else's voice. Um, I think there's multiple people speaking in this song, um, but I think heavily that one of those voices is God. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, you know, he's feeling this type of way. And yeah, even though you feel these burdens and you feel this stress, at the end of the day, all I want is your loyalty. Um, you know, and that's going to be hard, very hard. Yeah. Um, you know, he says specifically in the chorus, like, is it unconditional when the Rari don't start? You know, tell me when the loyalty is coming from the heart, things like that. And so, you know, we can take this message, this song, and we can say, okay, he's talking about loyalty in a relationship. And that can be in any relationship. That could be a man to a woman, you know, right? So it could be literally any type of relationship and relationships thrive off of loyalty. Um, you know, that is definitely needed. And, um, and yeah, but, you know, as we go into it a little bit, um, you know, we can kind of start to to analyze a little. Let me see here. Okay. Uh, one second. Um, but yeah, you know, so I, I just the fact that he keeps repeating like loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. 
um, you know, it's just it's just you and I, um, which is, you know, we go back to prayer episode where, you know, it's more about your individual relationship with God. Um, you know, that's where the real breakthrough is. So, you know, it's just you and him, secret society, all we got is trust. Um, and so that part is a little bit more of a stretch than some of the other parts in the song. Um, but nonetheless, but nonetheless, there are definitely parts in the song that <coughs> you could definitely take from God's perspective. I mean, honestly, at the end of the song, the only spiritual line that I could connect to maybe has some, what well, does have something to do with God. Is yeah. That, yeah. Where Rihanna says, um, that's what God's for. Right. So that's relating, you know, that's God dying for us. I mean, it's dying for our sins. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think loyalty is just straight up just relationship stuff. I think he's just talking about, you know, maybe the patience, everything that happens in your relationship with loyalty. Honestly, I just think that that's a battle within the world. I, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, with God with this track. That's just how I see it. Yeah, I just think there's some there are some direct relations, um, but you know, let's get into it a little bit more actually. Yeah. Well, I just keep yeah, cutting this. I'm a savage, I'm a asshole, I'm a king. Shimmy out, shimmy out, shimmy out, right? You can tell your nigga he can meet me outside. You can babysit him when I leave him outside. Ain't no other love like the one I know. I done been down so long, lost hope. I done came down so hard, I slow. I done sleep forever, all a real nigga won't. I said I'm geek and I'm fired up. Mm. All I want yeah. tonight is just get high. All I want is, all I want is. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Um, I'm actually gonna the last so after where you shared your side Johnny I'm gonna cut everything that we said after that and I'm gonna go right here to like the main part of the song um, I, think so too. Uh, I think the main part of the song supports where, more it, of it, put, where it, we are. it puts it all together yeah. because in the beginning of the song you know you have the chorus which is a little bit of a stretch like I said um, but then you know you have Rihanna go into bad ga- bad girl, bad girl Riri. Riri now. Yeah. Um, you know that's you know maybe she's literally saying this is bad girl Riri. This isn't Rihanna saved by God. This right. is bad girl Riri, right? And she starts going into her arrogance. Right. Um, and you'll. Well, are you are, are, so are you proposing that she is saved? Not. I don't know. That I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, so that obviously I don't know. I think it just it, he's more proposing on the flow of the song because when it starts yeah. off, it's starting off like like what you're talking about the relationship of what loyalty is and and yada yada yada. But then mm-hmm. there's a in the middle of the song, um, now it's bad girl Riri now. You know what I'm saying? And then she yeah. starts to talk about things that are are essentially prideful. And the next song is pride. Um, and so mm-hmm. I think this this goes into the uh, flow of the song of what we're trying to get to. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're acting shifty. You acting shifty. You don't ride with me no more. That definitely. Um, I need loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. That definitely can be taken taken from God's perspective. Again, can very well be a stretch. Absolutely, can very well be a stretch. But um, but I also see it as like you know God, you know the Creator. He made us to love and worship Him because right. He needs us to do that. Right. Um, you know, so I see this as him saying, like, ain't no shift, ain't no switching sides when something wrong. You don't vibe with me no more. All I need is loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Um, and this, you know, this follows up feel where he's feeling the good, but also very much so feeling the bad. Um, you know, so don't switch sides, you know, when you're battling, when you're when things are tough, um, when things are at their worst. Um, but, you know, then they go into like the actually probably, you know, the. The part that supports what I, I what, what I feel the most, I think, out of the song, this is probably where it comes from. So, let me see. Tell me who you're loyal to. Is it money? Is it fame? Is it weed? Is it drink? Is it coming down with the loud pipes in the rain? Big chilling only for the power in your name. Tell me who you're loyal to. Is it love for the streets when the lights get dark? Is it unconditional when the robbery don't stop? Tell me when your loyalty is coming from the heart. Tell me who you're loyal to. Do it start with your woman or your man Do it end with your family and friends Or your loyalty is self-independence I said, tell me who you're loyal to Is it anybody that you would lie for? Anybody you would slide for? Anybody you would die for? That's what I said, I'm geek and I'm fired up you know, and so they're basically literally asking, like, what are you loyal to, you know? And God asks us to not serve any other gods before him. Absolutely. And they're listing all of these other gods, weed, drink, right. um, your friends, your family, your relationship. Your, your relationship. Right. What is it that your loyalty is really devoted to? Whatever it is, that divine loyalty is for God. Right. I could also see it as... There's a lot of us in the world, I won't say us, there's a lot of people that they're loyal to every single thing. I mean, they're loyal to everything else, but their woman or their man, right. their relationship. Right. That's true. Yeah. You know, that, that could be, be looked at it too, because there's a lot of there's a lot of people that do that. And, and they, I, sorry. Huh? no, sorry, go ahead. No, that's, that's all I was going to say. Uh, no, I was just going to say that I think... You know, what makes Kendrick who he is is that he very much so says multiple things at the same time. Uh, very much so. In all of his songs, all of his albums, maybe not every single song necessarily, but, you know, even when you take just rap in general, right? It's a lot of metaphors, similes, a lot of comparisons, things like that. So, you know, Kendrick, obviously, his sword, his pen is just very mighty. Um, but, um, you know, he definitely, I, I feel like he definitely is saying both, you know, at this, at literally at the same time in the same lines. Um, but to tie back to what you said, Johnny, yes, this is the most evident part that might have got in it in this song. And that's strictly where he says, is it anybody you would ride for, slide for, die for? That's what God's for. Um, all those things that they just listed, you know what I'm saying? And then it touches on, is there anything that you would ride for, slide for, die for? That's what God's for. Right. It's leading like all those things that you're loyal to. Nah, you need to be loyal to God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Rihanna comes back into it a little bit. But. No switching sides. Feel something wrong. You acting shifty. You don't 
And so obviously she's saying it's so hard to be humble, which I think directly relates to her verse where she says bad girl Riri now and goes into her, you know what I'm saying? Goes into her regular rap. Um, And she ends it with God knows I'm trying. God knows I'm trying. But when we go back and look at the track list, notice what sits between loyalty and humility is pride, right? Like it's so hard to be loyal because we're prideful and it's hard to be humble because we're prideful. Um, And that literally ironically is right in the middle of both loyalty and humble on this track list. Um, Flow of it, the absolute flow of the track. Absolutely. um, They're all cohesive. Yeah, absolutely. Good point. Let me see here. Uh, And that, you know, obviously takes us into pride. Love is going to get you killed, but pride is going to be the death of all of us. Right. Um, and I, the part that that I try to still figure out today is love's going to get you killed. Um, is love it your love for him? Love in the wrong things. I, I don't. Love in the wrong I, things gets you killed. But pride. But the thing is that he says, but pride. Whenever we say but in the English language, we're referring to something different. Right. So love is going to get you killed, but pride is so you know one has to be either maybe one has to be good and one has to be bad or you know why what I'm saying can't they like both be bad you know why can't they both be bad uh, love's gonna get you killed uh, what, was your, what was the line um, ride for me uh, slide for me die for me die for me uh, what is it that you put your loyalty into that loyalty is essentially uh, a love for whatever that thing is and that's going to get you killed but pride is going to be the the death of all of us uh, yeah of the world mm-hmm. of the world yeah I, I don't that's the, I, that's the thing I don't when he says love's going to get you killed I don't 100% agree with that I mean how I see love and how I think God presents love is that's the ultimate gift to have and that's the ultimate thing that we need in our hearts is love so if it's true love love's not going to get you killed ooh I think that you know that's true love. I, if, if something's gonna get you killed, I don't think that's love. That's that's something else. That's not true love, you know. What if we tied this back to wickedness or weakness, and we said love is your weakness, and that's gonna get you killed, right? The, like you know, you love your family, right? And your like you know, mm-hmm. your emotions for your family can get you killed. Um, versus your pride yeah. is going to be the death of all of us right. because sin coming into the world was that, right? That's what right. that was from. Right. right. It's all started with it was, pride. It was the pride. It was absolutely the pride. Um, uh, necessarily, not necessarily, but I mean, the serpent, the devil tricked Adam and Eve into eating the fruit. I get that. Um but there was also a sense of pride when he said, you know, God doesn't want you to, to be like him. So eat from this fruit so you can be like him. Well, well, I want to be like God. You know what I'm saying? So that in a way, in a sense of way, is pride. So yeah. You're right. Wow. That's, um, let me see. Huh? One second. The earth becomes repetition, the love almost lost that Sick venom and men and women overcome with pride A perfect world is never 
never perfect, only filled with lies. Promises are broken and more resentment come alive. Race barriers make inferior, you and I. See, in a perfect world, I choose faith over riches. I'll choose work over bitches. I'll make schools out of prison. I'll take all the religions and put them all in one service. Just to tell them we ain't shit, but he's been perfect, world. As in a perfect world, I would take all religions and put them all in one service just to let you know that we aren't anything but he's been perfect. Um, which is obviously like, you know, who else could he possibly be talking about? You know, um, that's undeniable. Yeah. Un absolutely undeniable. Um, we ain't shit, but he's been perfect. And that's the whole, that's the whole point, right? Pride gets into gets in the way of humility which is coming up next um but when you're humble you understand that you're nothing without him and that he is truly the only perfect being um but ironically on this album humble is the exact opposite of its title uh it's anti-humble uh to the max um, you know, just straight dominance, straight assertion, no holding back, cockiness, arrogance, um, you name it, judging, you know what I'm saying? He literally does anything you can possibly think of that is the exact opposite of, uh, of humility. And I think he really just rubs it in your face, yeah. um, because he calls it humble and it's the exact opposite. Um, and ironically, I don't know, I, cause I see a lot of, you know, I'm not questioning anybody's faith, but I see a lot of rappers, you know, that claim, you know, their riches and their protection and their life and their success, you know, off of God's will in their life. Yeah. Um, but they all rap like this song, though. Right. So he's rapping exactly like all these other rappers. And the chorus, be humble. Right. Down. Right. Yeah, exactly. And he's talking to these other rappers and saying, you ain't shit. So right. you need to calm down. You need to be humble. Sit down and watch me do my work, basically. Right. Um, I think he says somewhere in this, uh, if you ain't front line, then get the hell out the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me see here. But, uh, you know, I, I think humble is probably... Just one of the most direct ones, you know? Look at my status, look at what I got, look at what I can do. Um, ain't, no, ain't no need to be humble when I got it all. I'm the king, right? You're right. Um, you know? Is that a good thing? Yeah, uh, it's not, it's not. Um, but, you know, the, you know, our society is just really just based off of these worldly desires, you know? We're willing to take on debt for things we don't need. Um, you know, we're willing to you know, effortlessly follow people that don't even care about who we are, you know what I'm saying, just to try to be like them when we don't even know who they really are as people. Um, that's, that's probably the craziest part of it to me. Um, you know, but then we go into lust and Kendrick just starts going through, you know, your day to day life and all the lust that, you know, come across you um, and giving into those lusts and living through those lusts and them really 
taking over your life. Like I said, it doesn't have to be money debt, but you're taking on debts for things that you that serve you no purpose whatsoever and benefit you. They all. don't. Right. Like they, they absolutely don't benefit you. Uh, if you can go back to humble real quick, I want to take a stab at something. Yeah. Um, minute two, two minutes into humble. This that great propon. This is that TED talk. He's 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 basically saying that yo, I, I'm giving you guys knowledge here. This uh, being humble is is something that's going to save you. I'm trying to get you to see something that you're doing um, that's detrimental, I guess, to your soul. Uh, it goes. I think it goes past Johnny. You said is that necessarily a bad thing about how he's presenting himself on um, in the way of being so dominant towards the end of that song he's like at the end of the day being humble is going to save you yeah yeah um, yeah a humble spirit and a humble life is going to you know I think be a life full of prosperity a life full of pride is not going to get us anywhere agreed I mean humility is just one of my man you know it's like you know, Jesus was just, he was who he was, yet he washed the feet of servants. He was among, you know, those with leprosy and homeless. And, you know what I'm saying? He really embraced the people that had the least yeah. um, and gave them the most because they literally put their faith in him. Um, and humility is just, it's just one of those fine lines. It's hard. The more we succeed, the less humble we are, but when we really start to give that glory to God for our successes, um, you know that starts to, to wash away a little bit. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's, it depends on the decision we're making. You know, if we're if we're one of those that we are blessed with those riches and the prosperity and the wealth that we have, and we know that it came from God, then that's living, you know, with a humble spirit. That's not losing our way because, you know, we know it can be gone in a second. Right. But we're thankful and gratitude in what we have right now. And when we get all that stuff, you know, I think that gratitude will be able to transfer over that. And that's where the humbleness comes from. And that's where it's going to be developed in our spirit. Agreed. Um, yeah. And so, you know, that takes us... Uh, into lust, you know, where he starts to break down like a, a regular kind of day-to-day life, if you will, you know, waking up, rolling up, watching cartoons, like plotting your day, like I'm gonna go hit a lick, get some shoes, I'm gonna go hook up with my girl, uh, I'm gonna just, you know, be high all day and, you know what I'm saying, just do all these things for this, you know, this life that really serves you, uh, really serves you no purpose. But I think lust is, you know, easily probably one of my favorite songs, but we start to see another voice enter the atmosphere big time. Um, and that's Satan in this song. Um, you know, and so, you know, the chorus. 
some water I could use some holy water to wash me away of these sins but I'm so far in this sin like screw it I'm already here might as well just jump on in um you know and Satan saying like oh it's okay it's just a little bit she said it's okay you got her consent she's down mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying like it's all good like she consents she's down with it like how could that be wrong like right. you're good it's fine just put a little bit just a little bit right. literally just a little bit and that's all you need to go all the way through you know right what I'm saying? um yeah. yeah and uh you know Satan is definitely doing his his deed his deed for sure but, you know, the last verse, he starts to kind of change the direction. You know, in the beginning, in these first few verses, he's talking about, you know, giving in to the lust and living, you know, that life of lust. Um, but as he goes into the last verse, um, you know, he goes back into the end of times. And uh, we'll see that. We'll see that right now coming up. I'm waking in the morning, my head spinning from the last night. Both in the trance, feelings I did. What a fast life. Manager calls, the lobby call. It's 1130. Did this before. I promised myself I'd be an hour early. Room full of clothes, bag full of money. Call it loose change. Fumble my jewelry, 100K. I lost a new chain. Hop on a bird, hit the next city for another. It don't take me a nothing, do it again. Right here. We all woke up, trying to tune to the daily news Looking for confirmation, hoping election wasn't true All of us worried, all of us buried in our feelings deep None of us married to his proposal, make us feel cheap Still and sad, distraught man, tell a neighbor about it If they agree, parade the streets with your voice proudly Time passed and things changed, reverting back to our daily program Stuck in our ways, lost Lately I feel like I've been lusted over the fame Lately we lost on the same routine as shame Lately, lately, lately my lust been heightened Lately, lately it's all contradiction Lately I'm not here Lately I lust over self Lust turn into fear Lately in James 4, 4 It says, friend of the world is in the of the Lord Break yourself Lust is all yours Um, I, you know, part of that is where he goes into talking about, you know, the election and Trump and, you know, we're all talking about it and then you'll probably protest and raise your voice for a little bit and then they're going to distract us and then we're going to go back to our daily program as if nothing happened. And that goes back to when he was saying, like Pac, I feel like an apocalypse is coming and nothing is awkward. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because these moments happen and and then the world reacts for a little bit and then we get a you know like okay we're gonna change these laws and we're gonna try to attack this and this and this and that and then something else happens that takes our attention away from that original intent and we just keep on going on as if you know nothing's happening as if there's not madness spinning around the world right now um, you know, so definitely interesting. But then he goes into where he starts talking about his lust. Maybe I lust over self. Lust turns into fear. Um, and that fear allowed him to go back into his word and see James 4.4, 4, uh, which uh, we can pull up right now. But it basically says the friend of the world is enemy of the Lord. Brace yourself. And then he says, brace yourself. Lust is all yours. So... 
you know, the friend of the world, all these things that we want, all these worldly desires, um, the things that we devote our lives for, the reasons we want to stay on earth more than we want to be in heaven, those things um, are, you know, friends of the world, but they're enemy of the Lord. We choose those things over the Lord. So Kendrick literally says right here, brace yourself, lust is all yours. Like, I don't want nothing to do with that because man it's gonna be ugly right. you know what i'm saying like it's all yours if you want it cool you got it james 4 4 says you adulterous don't you realize that the friendship with the world makes you an enemy of god i say it again if you want to be a friend of the world so i guess that part is brace yourself yeah and um what he's talking about you make yourself an enemy of god being your friend of the world wow um yeah and uh you know it's just just another one another one of those things uh, another one of those things i think that's just human nature that's in us um to cling to earthly riches to cling to what we have on earth not knowing that everything that we have right now is going to is going to disperse we can't take it with us and i think we're so locked in on what we can have now but we're not locked in on what god can give us later when our time is when our time is done i mean that's fine there's nothing wrong with with having those things because i think god you know wants us wants to bless us like that yeah, but I think when we make when we start lusting after those things, we start making those things a priority over God's will, then that's when it becomes a problem. Right. Um, I think we said it in finding your purpose that you got it when you needed it. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna give you the things that you need when you need them. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? And you know, a different direction you can take those types of prayers if you have a specific thing that you really want then it needs to stop being god please allow me to get this job or please allow me to you know get this specific thing it should be god if it's in your will you know allow this allow this to happen for me uh and if not then you know then we'll go we'll take it from there right um so lust uh then transitions into love for me um love is one of those other songs where uh where i feel i feel uh god talking a little bit but there are definitely pieces in here specifically that are about his relationship are about his his lady and some moments that they also experienced together as well um you know but just to tie back into who kendrick is as an artist he definitely puts multiple things um in there um let me see um you know okay so going into love um the first thing he says is love or lust all of us um you know and it's it's that decision are you choosing that love for god or are you choosing the lust for the world? Um, and he says all of us because that applies to all of us. Everybody has their individual um, 
conviction, their own vice that they have to work through. Um, you know, and we take that back to prayer episode as well. It is the individual relationship. You can't be saved by somebody else's convictions and somebody else's experiences. You have to dive in and experience it for yourself. That's literally the whole point. Um, you can't claim Jesus off of somebody else's heart. Um, it has to be in your own and, you know, a love or lust applies to all of us. So go ahead and I'm going to just play a little bit, a little bit of this out first. Then I'll hop in momentarily. Never lost. All of us. I ain't around for my money. There is nobody, no one that run me. She gave me around for my money. She's been lovely, feeling lovely. Living lovely. From the gate. From the gate. I want to be with you. Just Just love me. me. Just love me. Just love me. I want to be with you. Just love me. Over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what God wants from us. He wants us to be in his presence. He wants us to love him. He already loves us. You know, agape. His level of love is so far beyond what we can fathom and he literally just wants to be your love um you know and then he goes into the verse and so this is why i say it can easily be his relationship and god talking because he goes like you know if i was right around blade on curb would you still love me right so when he goes through all these things he's like you know if i was down or if things were tough or if times were hard would you still love me because all i want is for you to just love me you know no matter what your circumstance is so you know we'll go we'll go a little bit further into this one for sure because i I love this song personally just off of that vibe alone but if i didn't ride blade on curb would you still if I'm in my mind at work, would you still <laughs> To keep it a hundred, I'd rather you trust me than to love me. To keep it a whole one, hun, if I don't got you, I got nothing. Without us, God serves no purpose. Literally, God serves no purpose without us. He made us to love and glorify him. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, without you, I have nothing. I just need you to trust me. If it came down to trust and love, I would rather you trust me than to love your, you know, the circumstance than you're in. Just trust me and ride with me through that moment. I just want to be with you. I think that's so real because a lot of times as Christians, we go through times where, you know, damn what, we don't love God. We don't. We definitely don't because we're going through things where we're just like, this This doesn't feel right, Lord. Like, why are you taking me through this? Like, this has absolutely nothing to do with the vision that you've given me for my life. Why am I here? That you don't feel love for God at all. And talking through that, um, I would rather you trust me than to love me. Trust me, I'm going to get you through this process. As a matter of fact, if you trust somebody, you're going to build your love for them eventually anyway. So I'll take your trust right now. Um, Even if we take the perspective, like just look at the track name. When people say God is something, they say God is love. Right. So, you know, if you just take this into the full perspective of what he's touching on in this album, love 
as a believer automatically translates to God. Right. Automatically, there are the same thing. Neither yeah. one you can see, but both you can feel through the chill of your bones. Absolutely. Uh, let me see. Uh, we gotta go back into that part and uh, you know it's just yeah exactly and the funny part is we literally for the first time really like heard and dove into this moment this line last night um, you know he goes let me see where is it he has he has it right here so he goes I got something Right, and so mind you, we go back to the perspectives he's talking from. If I think he's talking from God, I think that as God, he's saying, I've got something. We're going to function, no assumptions. Yeah. Um, and then he talks a little bit, but he goes back into this party. So he goes, uh, only for a night, I'm kidding. Only for the life. We're homies for life. For life. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Right, and then he goes get this and he goes into a couple more pieces, but then he goes back, and so I'm gonna play this whole part back through. But then he goes back into and he says, "This party don't end. This feeling don't drought." Okay, and so Jamal, you have the verse for that? I do. Um, John four fourteen. But whoever drinks from the water that I will give them will never get thirsty again, ever. In fact, the water I will give him will become a well of water springing up within him for eternal life. Um, I think that's, like you said, um, the function part. Um, that's what heaven's going to be like. It's going to be a party. Exactly. For life. Yep. Like, literally. So, uh, let's get it. Yeah. Hit he, that you know, shoulder. He's like, like, look, he's like, I got this for you. We're going to function. We're going to be homies for life. This isn't just for a night. Right. We're literally going to be homies for life. This feeling is never going to end. This party is never going to end. Right. Um, so I'll go back and I'll play this part through. No drought. listening to this you're really vibing out with what we're talking about because we are letting it play a little bit um i'm definitely loving this song for <laughs> love um 
Alright, so what's what's about to happen from I think the God perspective, okay? Um, from the God perspective, you know, he um <clears throat> and this also ties back a little bit to Yah, right? Because, you know, he, he's and so I think from God's perspective he's saying, I'm on the way, we ain't got no time to waste. I don't want to pressure you none, but I want your blessing today. Mm. And then he says, oh, by the way, open the door, by the way. And mm. did we not say that God is knocking, waiting for you to just answer the door? Right. Oh, by the way, open the door, by the way. I'm on the way. I know connection is vague, but I'm like an exit away. Mm. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to go, go back into that a little bit. Mm. We ain't got no time to waste Poppin' your gum on the way Be mine away I don't want pressure you none I want your blessing today Oh, by the way Open the door, by the way Tell you that I'm on the way I'm on the way I know connection is vague Pick up the phone for me, babe Damn it, we jamming They had a tooth for your nanny Curving your hip from your memory Remember, Gardena I took the studio camera I know Typo be mad at me I had to do it I want your body, your music I bought the big one to prove it Look what you made Told you that I'm on the way I'm like an exit away Yeah, Look what you made. I'm on the way. I'm like an exit away. And I don't know. We kind of felt like that was God talking to Kendrick saying, look at what you made. Look at this album. Look at what we're looking at. Like, look at this. Look at what you put together. Look right. at this blessing that you put into the world. Right. You listen to me. I told you I'm an exit away. You know what I'm saying? Um... But yeah, you know, I I think even without those small innuendos, just the chorus is just like really just powerful when you when you think about it from a God perspective. Not necessarily that he meant to speak from God's point of view, but you know, when you think about it, that's that's really what God is just asking of you is really just love him. He really just wants to be with you. Just love him. And uh, that's the thing I love about this album is obviously he left it open for interpretation. He wanted people to dig into their mind and not struggle, but strain and try to figure this out. What does this mean? What is he saying? You know, and the, the funny part is the more that I personally have started to understand the word a little bit more. You know, the more that this album points out to me, the more little things I see that relate to God's word. Not necessarily that he's trying to just fill this thing with God's word and he's speaking from God through and through and through. But there are so many things that, you know, just directly relate and, you know, to God specifically. Right. Right. So uh, love just happened to be. I don't know. One of those ones that was just, just the vibe in it is powerful. Obviously, you know, this was like a super popular sample. Uh, he probably paid a pretty good money to, to sample it. But, you know what I'm saying? The message that he put on top of it and took that love concept even further is just pretty, uh, pretty impeccable, if you ask me. Um, let me see. Almost done. Yeah, we're at about an hour and a half, Johnny. Good. Not bad. But Not we, bad only, we only got four songs left, and then we'll talk about the second album. 
Oh, you guys did know that Kendrick put out two albums, right? They must have known. You must have known. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. You heard him say another world premiere. You know, you heard all the rumors, right? There is a second album. I hope you guys listen to it. Yeah. Downloaded it on Hot New Hip Hop or whatever, wherever it's at now. But uh, let me get see. into that. We'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. We're almost there. Um, but so, you know, from Love, he goes into a song called Triple X, which I don't know. When I listen to this song, to me, it really doesn't. I don't. I don't see it having anything to do with sex. Um, I don't hear any like of those concepts, um, you know, about sex or about lust or anything like that. You know, when you look at it from the track point of view, you know, you have lust and love, and then you have triple X. Like, obviously, love gets confused in sex, but this song isn't really about sex. So, you know, that's where I'm trying to figure out like why is it called XXX? Um, you know, and so obviously we'll get into the song. Um, U2's part, U2's featured on this song, and their part's probably one of my favorite parts on the album. Um, but I think this part, U2's part in this song, also ties back to blood at the beginning in the parable, and you guys will see why in a minute, but. Leave him in the wilderness with a sworn nemesis, he'll make it. Take the gratitude from him. I bet he show you some more. And so even with just that, right, there's three lines right there. First three things he says, toss a stake off the ark uh, to a pool full of sharks, they'll take it. Um, but I think the second and third thing, I couldn't, that I tried to understand, that I'm not fully like online with what he's saying but on the second and third part he says throw him in the wilderness with a sworn nemesis he'll make it if you go into your word you see jesus was in the wilderness wrestling with satan he was wrestling with temptation you throw him into the wilderness with a sworn nemesis he will make it then you take another step he says take his gratitude from him i bet he'll show you something whoa mm. now job right job was stripped of everything because people said that he was only grateful and filled with gratitude because of all the blessings and the abundance that he had in his life right so you immediately boom like you know what i'm saying all these tests all these different tests that these people of god are person are persevering through I just it's worth noting that he's literally talking about experiences um you know where people are tempted yeah. um by satan directly Directly. Directly. Yeah. You know, and so it's uh, definitely interesting, but we'll go ahead and get into it right now. Johnny don't want to go to school no more, no more. Johnny said books ain't cool no more. Yeah, Johnny? Johnny want to be a rapper like a big cousin. Johnny called a body yesterday out hustling. God bless America, you know we all love him. Yesterday I got a call like from my dog like 101. Said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds. He was sobbing, he was mobbing, way belligerent and drunk. Talking out his head, philosophy on what the Lord had done. He said, kid, I can't. So that part you know is interesting too because he starts it off with saying i just got off the phone with my dog like 101 they said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds so whose only son was killed because we didn't have the funds to pay our debts that man jesus 
the the weight <laughs> the wage of sin is death. Absolutely. God gave up His only Son, sacrificed Him God. to pay for the debts of our sin. Um, so you know, it's like, you know, maybe He had a friend that actually went through this. That's very very possible. So what were you gonna say? Uh, then he goes on to saying. Uh, if somebody would kill my only son, somebody's got to die. Right. Um, like you said, the wages of sin are death. Right. So somebody has to die. Um, and, and that's whole God's whole purpose of coming back in the end. Bless you. Okay, God bless you. Um, that's God's uh, purpose of coming back in the end. Somebody has to die. Somebody killed my son. Somebody has to die. And um, those who don't give their lives to to God are, are going to die. But it's, it's also deeper than that um satan is is going to uh going to be destroyed and all his followers are going to be destroyed at the end times so um he definitely i it's very relatable that he can talk be talking from uh, a guy perspective here yeah i think really like you said with both he's 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 talking from i guess you can say a secular view and a spiritual view yeah. which is what he does best he makes you think yeah so this song is making me really think what is he really talking about right well I, I can see both views and it's like man yeah that's, uh, gosh that, and that's what he wanted <laughs> right so. yeah yeah exactly exactly um which is just the beauty of it too you know how many artists really put like you know obviously every artist puts their own story into their music there's no doubt about that you know but how many artists really take this so personally and want you to understand them so bad that they scrap themselves all the way down to the roots of their foundation you know what i'm saying like that's just like like you said johnny vulnerability it's just a whole nother level um and the crazy part is I just don't even think people are really seeing what he's putting in here. You know, they listen for the hooks. They listen for the bass lines and the beats, and they listen to some of the singles. Um, but I think, let me take a look here, just one second. Um, yeah, you know, and it's just like, but man, he's putting he's putting a message in here. He's like He's like putting a testimony in this album. You know, and I don't know that people necessarily realize that, and it's pretty crazy. No, and that—that that, I mean, that could be said with a lot of music. People are, like you said, people are just want to want the beats. Yeah, they want what sounds nice, but they don't want to sit there and listen to the lyrics. So, I mean, if that's the case, then you're not going to get this album at all. Right. If you're really digging in deep to what he's actually talking about. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to test, you know, your ability of how you actually really be listening to music. Pray for me. All right, let's just listen to YouTube's part right here. Just, just from that itself, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, this country is a bunch of sound. It's a bunch of static, right? Where we can take that back to Yah, right? Um, there's, there's multiple different messages going across. God's message is trying to get through to us, but all this static that we have going on in the world, all this fear makes us not want to look. We close our eyes out of fear yeah so we're yeah. literally we go and we listen to other people 
to look around. We literally, you know what I'm saying? Like we just listen to go around instead of looking. We're not, we're literally blind and mad like the woman in the parable, um, which like we said, represents us. You know, that's what we, that is where we're at at this point right now. <laughs> I also think it's worth to note that I feel like there's, the closer we get to the song God, we're, t- we're talking a lot more about God and maybe possibly his perspective. Uh-huh. And he's talking more about the parable kind of jumping back to the beginning of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, the closer we get to the end of the album, it feels like he's pulling us back to the beginning of the album. And at the same time, God calls you to walk by faith and, and not by sight. So, you know, there is very conflicting messages. There is static, but you're not called to look by what you see why by what you see tangibly in front of you. Um, you're called to believe and uh, and have faith and uh, you know, you believe in God the same way you believe in love, which is that you can't see it but you feel it and you know it's real. You know what I'm saying? You can't always explain that to people, but you know that it is real um, yeah. wholeheartedly. Um, so, you know, he's speaking on it here from a negative perspective, it sounds like. Um, and he goes into this verse and he starts talking about America. Um, yeah, you know, which is why this song seems a little bit more negative than that uplifting, like, faith by instead of sight, because... You know, he's talking about all these corrupt things that are going on, so we close our eyes to that. Um, You know, so let's see here. One second. reason why I it's easy to say like you know we're fearful and that's why we close our eyes to what's going on in front of us is because he follows that song up with fear oh Those, my gosh most oh, favorite song favorite yes song. absolutely um you know what I'm saying like he fear guys if you can't listen to like a six seven minute song man you know what I'm saying? Like, he really lays it in. Um, Fear is definitely one of my favorites, and we're going to go into it right now. But, you know, I think the overall gist of this song is the growth and the change and the development of fear as he progresses through his life. You know, in the beginning, he's talking about childhood, being scared of getting beat and things like that. You know, and then he goes into into being judged and into... Um, you know, and we're, we're going to go into it, but, you know, fear changes in his life and it, it goes away from being feared of humanistic things to being fearful of God, um, you know, which is where it transitions into the song God. So, you know, we'll get into it right here, but um, let it let it be known. That's what we're called to do. Right. Spirit, have a fearful spirit for the Lord. Um, fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and understanding um that's where that's where it starts um you know i'm saying a lot of it it can be a natural i don't want to say it's a natural tendency because a lot of people don't come to god because something that just went right in their life and like wow like you know what this had to be god that's not normally how it happens most people come to god because things are so bad and they're so scared and they have absolutely nothing else to hang on to and they say you know what this is where it's at. And that's, you know, that's where God starts his work. 
is in that weakness, is in that fear of him. Um, Then he starts to develop that faith in him uh, out of that fear. So, you know, we'll get into this a little bit. Let's see. And he he started off with Deuteronomy. voice said but in reverse it's just it's the same thing it's just it's just in reverse um you know but he goes into deuteronomy you are going to be cursed for your disobedience you are going to be stricken blind and mad and you will have an astonishment of heart um for the disobedience that you have um for what your god asks you to do um and so he's you know kendrick obviously was at a point in his life where he's just like, man, nobody's praying for me. I'm struggling and I'm just trying to be with God, you know, and this is his cousin, I believe, leaving him a voicemail. And he's just like, look, man, this is why this is why it's happening. Once we leave, once we once we start going back to these laws, truths and commandments until then, we are going to be cursed and things are going to continue to get worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me see. I beat your ass, keep talking back. I beat your ass, who bought you that? You stole it. I beat your ass if you say that game is broken. I beat your ass. All right, so this is this is where he's talking about that fear, right, of getting beat, or maybe it's a parent. Maybe he's talking about it from a perspective of like one of his friends or something. Because I mean, just based on interviews, it seems like Kendrick has had a pretty good relationship with his uh, parents in general. I don't think he. I'm trying to think of a some crazy thing he had like. With his dad or some fallout or something but i don't think him and his parents ever had like some kind of bad fallout or crazy you know experience like that necessarily um right um so you know i'm just like is he he's got to be speaking from somebody's perspective some kid that was scared to get beat by their parents all the time basically um you know and that's that's fear when you're a child right you fear like consequence and it's funny because we fear consequence when we're when we're children um but as we get to know and we know better we don't fear the consequence for some reason um it's pretty interesting to me the more we know for some reason the less we fear the consequence when it should be the exact opposite way around um but let me see um you know 
and then he goes into the fear of being a black man in America. You know what I'm saying? Like possibly just you getting pulled over by the cops might just mean your death. You trying to settle two homies arguing might just mean your death. You being on the wrong corner at the wrong time with the hoodie on might just mean your death. Um, you know, so that's an adjustment of that fear. He's no longer a child. He's now a grown black man in America, and his fear is no longer his dad's gonna beat him. His fear is that he's gonna, he's just gonna get killed by some random consequence that probably had nothing to do with him. Um, you know, and then, you know, once he gets to the middle of the song, now he's older. He's 27. Uh, he's at this Kung Fu Kenny um, stage, right? Um, this just being of just understanding and consciousness um, and clarity, but also, you know, with that clarity, right, with great power comes great responsibility. With that clarity, you have to see the madness and be able to bear that on your heart. Um, you know, and so then he goes into this, and I'm going to play this part here, but he goes into two phases of fear. One, where he goes back to Job, um, which we talked about a little bit in Triple X, um, and then one where he, um, his, well, no, that's actually directly related to Job. So I'm going to just yeah. play that out then. Let me see. Custom to more fear, accumulated 10 times over throughout the year. Roll that motherfucker Right. I've been hungry all my life. And mind you, he threw that part in there. If I could, if I could roll, if I could smoke weed, if I could smoke fear away, I'd roll it up and take two puffs. Um, and you know, a lot of people obviously use weed and other drugs to escape their realities and their fears and put it off. You know what I'm saying? They literally roll fear up and puff it out just to escape and not face the consequence. Um, right? So Kendrick never promoted himself as an avid smoker. He's obviously smoked before. He's talked about that in past songs. Um, but this is coming from more of an overall perspective, I think. Um, yeah. Showing how people deal with fear. So, yeah. When I was 27, I grew accustomed to more fear. Accumulated ten times over throughout the years My newfound life made all of me magnified How many accolades do I need to block denial? The shock value of my success provokes in me All this money is God playing a joke on me Is it for the moment and will he see me as jokes? Take it from me and leave me worse than I was before At 27 my biggest fear was losing it all Scared to spend money had me sleeping from hard to hard Scared to go back to section 8 with my mama stressing 30 shows a month and I still won't buy me no Lexus What is an advisor, somebody that's holding my checks Just to fuck me over and put my finances in debt I read a case about Rihanna's accountant and wonder How did the bad girl feel when she looked at them numbers That type of shit will make me flip out and just kill some Drill some, get ill and feel wretched with a little some My practice running from fear, guess I had some good luck at 27 years old, my biggest fear was being judged How they look at me, reflect on myself, my family, my city What they say about me, reveal if my reputation will miss me What they see from me will trickle down generations in time What they hear from me will make them highlight my simplest lines I'm talking fear, fear losing creativity I'm talking fear, fear missing
missing out on you and me, I'm talking fear. Fear losing loyalty for pride. Cause my DNA won't let me involve in the light of God. I'm talking fear. Woo! My goodness, guys. Oh my goodness. Um you know, so he goes into this quick success. Boom, Kendrick just blows up. He's got all this money, all these riches. He's traveling the world. He's doing what he wants off of like, like what, an album. You know what I'm saying? Off of like his first album, off of Good Kid, Mad City. Boom, you know, Section 80, he was already there. He was That was bubbling. But man, you know what I'm saying? That debut album, obviously he got signed because of the music that he put out before. Um, which is obviously not to be discredited. But, you know what I'm saying, he became international icon as soon as Good Kid Mad City came out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Literally, people were pressing on it. Instant classic, instant classic, instant, you know what I'm saying? But it was. Like, it, it really was. And so he goes into, like, I'm scared that God's giving this to me just to take it all away and test me the way that he tested Job. Um, you know, they said that Job was only grateful and had gratitude in his life because he was blessed with abundance. Satan came directly to God and asked for permission to test Job directly and strip him away of all of those riches and all that abundance to see if he would still glorify God in those times. What did he say, 60, 60 shows a month and I still won't buy me no Lexus? Yep, it has, has him pacing from hall to hall. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like he's literally stacking his money inside his house and just like out of fear that he's going to lose it. Um, you know, it's uh, definitely, definitely interesting. Um, but then he goes into these, man, he goes into these bridges right here. And I mean, I have to play this part again. Um because this is God right here. This is literally, this is it. This is, this part right here is literally that breakthrough. It's, it's literally that breakthrough. Um, fear of losing creativity, fear of losing out on you and me, fear of losing loyalty for pride because my DNA won't let me evolve in the light of God. My DNA, right, the back, what we go back to, the beginning of the album, is what gets in the way of him evolving in the light of God. And it's this fear that transitions him into that moment. Fear that my humbleness is gone. Fear that love ain't living here no more. Fear that it's wickedness or weakness. Um, what happens on earth stays on earth. I can't take these feelings with me. Because what happens on earth stays on earth, I can't take these feelings with me. Hopefully they disperse within 14 tracks, a.k.a. this album, carried out over wax, searching for resolutions until somebody gets back. Um, there's only one person that's coming back. Um, so just in case you guys couldn't figure that part out. Um, but here we go. Let me go back to find this part right here. What, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch on, on verse 4, when Kendrick's going in on you know, his fears, I'm talking fear, fear of creativity, fear of missing out on you and me. I, What kind of popped out to me and what I thought was maybe this he's struggling too so he's showing vulnerability again in this version in this song he's talking about things he's fearing when we are not called to fear anything but have a fearful spirit right so maybe again this is you know showing his vulnerability and struggling of struggling of we are not called to fear anything but have a fearful of the lord that point that that pointed out to me yeah um, yeah, that, that hit me for some reason. It came to my mind. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. Um, 
he's def yeah i mean this whole album this whole process of putting out this message must have been a struggle so you know what i'm saying i know this man's struggling trying to get this message out because you know the message we're putting out we've struggled to put it out yeah. you know what i'm saying That's and it's not even an album and it's not even an album i mean we've put out the probably the same amount of talk time already um but you know just in general just in general so um but yeah you know that being said like that end verse you know really felt like it's that realization you know he's like man like I'm going to lose out on this relationship with God. I'm going to lose loyalty for pride. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't even know if I have humility within me anymore. Um, that love is not living here on this planet anymore. Um, you know, fear that this message won't get out. You know, he's fear, he's fearful that people aren't going to receive this message. So he can't take the feelings with him because he knows where he's going based on his belief um or at least that's what he's expressing that maybe that's not how he feels but he's expressing like where i'm going i can't take these feelings with me so hopefully they disperse and you know go through this world um because i'm looking for literally i'm lurking for resolutions until somebody gets back like i know he's on the way he's coming back and I'm trying to find as many resolutions and answers as I can in the meantime. Um, and that's that acknowledgement, you know, and then he goes straight into God. Where we're at, so here we go. will make them highlight my simplest lines. I'm talking fear. Fear losing creativity. I'm talking fear. Fear missing out on you and me. I'm talking fear. Fear losing loyalty for pride. Because my DNA won't let me involve in the light of God. I'm talking fear. Fear that my humbleness is gone, I'm talking fear Fear that love ain't living here no more, I'm talking fear Fear that it's wickedness or weakness Fear, whatever it is, both is distinctive Fear, what happens on earth stays on earth And I can't take these feelings with me So hopefully they disperse within 14 tracks Carried out over wax Searching for resolutions until somebody get back Fear, what happens on earth stays on earth And I can't take these feelings with me So hopefully they disperse with their 14 tracks Carried out over wax Wondering if I'm living through fear or living through rap Damn God damn you God damn me God damn us God damn we God damn us all I know I don't have to explain that for you guys, right? <laughs> um, and God is, you know, when we take it into the perspective that we're trying to take it into, is super, can be super, um, not um, contradictory, but super, I don't know why I can't think of the word right now. Uh, yeah, I guess contradictory. Um, you know, because... He starts with saying, like, this is how God feels like, walking to the bank, like, aha, flex on swole, like, aha, you feel some type of way, then aha, uh, I don't care how you feel because I'm, I'm good, I'm God, I got it all anyways. Um, but, you know, I had a friend who was turned off by God because the congregation that he was attending would silence people that would not tithe. So you would have to sit in the back, not be able to participate, not be able to give and partake in 
you know, that session with the church um, because you weren't contributing financially. Um, and and I, that's completely understandable, um, but that's coming from man's uh, interpretation of God, which messed up his interpretation of God. Right. Um, but I say that because, you know, him sharing that story with me and me hearing this song, because the first time I listened to this album through was actually with him. Okay. And so me hearing this song, I'm like, man, like this could be um, this could be mockery. You know what I'm saying? This could be uh, because like, you know, people or congregations uh, might force tithing on you or people might see churches as corrupt because of all this money that they raise and things like that and um you know it can be very easy to see like oh god's up there laughing at us because we're giving him all this money you know what I'm saying like it can easily be seen that way but um i think that just in the order in this in which this album is uh in you know this direct song that this follows up that you know i think that kendrick in this song is talking about what it feels like to have god in your life uh, and what it feels like to walk uh with god and so we'll get into this right now but um definitely super powerful song definitely open to interpretation definitely probably has a few meanings in it um but but yeah so let's see to that moment where he starts saying don't judge me right and he talks about multiple instances and multiple people judging him the first thing he says is his mom caught him with the strap so his mom's judging him for the gun that he had um he's saying i was young having sex with all the rats so he's saying don't judge me because i was having premarital sex with all of these people um and then he puts i put i would take your head for a stack like getting people killed right for murdering people not saying that he specifically did it but 
don't judge me for my past mistakes, my past sins, things like that. Um, you know, and so this could be him pleading to God. This is him pleading to his peers, him pleading to his parents, etc. Don't judge me based on what I did. And then he says, uh, if I pressed your line, you're a freak. Like he hits up girls that he knows were just down. Um, so he's also telling those girls, don't judge me. You know what I'm saying? But then he goes and he says, um, why don't you tell your friends y'all going to see? Because he's telling all these people, don't judge me because I have God in my life now. I'm a new person. I'm no longer that person that I was before. Um, Pastor Mike... Um, you know, I don't know him personally, um, but he likes to go in and talk about, you know, um, he doesn't directly talk about what he did before he became a pastor. But what he does talk about is that he how he is no longer the person that he was before he was renewed through God's grace and how he literally is not that person. You can't judge him as that person that he was before. He is he is no longer that person. Um, because I, I, I think that's the way of the world. I mean, I think when we do make the decision to, to have God in our lives, a lot of things change. A lot of people start looking at us like, okay, well, you think you're holy. Yeah. Uh, what's so different about you? Right. It's not that. It's, you know, I'm not, I don't want to do or live the way I used to live. I'm not trying to get down with the things I used to get down with. And uh, that's what we're called to do. And that's I think that's the change where we're renewing and transforming our minds. But the world is like oh you're fake or uh you're being too holy or it's or you know you're just not being real and that's not the case but i mean i think that's the that's what's supposed to happen that that's the, that we're supposed to get um i was talking to you know jamal and i've had this feeling multiple times but you know it's not a direct thing it's not a direct hit but you know we obviously combined all know a lot of similar people and um I feel like a lot of those people that we have in common are are they haven't really reached out. We've had other people that have reached out and given us feedback and contributed to what we're doing, um, but not some of the people that we know super closely. Yeah. And I feel like for me personally, not necessarily for you guys, but I feel like for me, you know, maybe that's people saying like, oh, well, I know who you were. Like, I know what you used to do. Um, so we'll see how this whole God thing plays out for you. Like, oh, okay, you guys are doing a podcast now. Okay, that's cool. Um, we'll see how long this lasts type of thing. And so he literally says right here after the don't judge me part, he says, why don't you tell your friends y'all going to see? Because they're not believing you. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, we'll see. I know the hood rat that you used to be. I know the sex fiend you used to be. I know all these things that you used to do. And he's like, but look, like, I'm saved now. Yeah. All right. You don't believe me now? Okay. Y'all, y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna see. Y'all gonna see. Um, huh. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? He, yeah. He's straight up about it. Yeah. Um, and then he says, "This is what God feels like." And this is where I take it that he's saying that this is what it feels like to have God in your life because um, God, right? He wants to give you all the riches of the kingdom, yeah. right? So. You know, God is walking to the bank like, aha, because he has all the riches. Flex on swole. He's got it. He has all of it. Right. All of it. Literally all of it. Um, you know, and then he says, you feel some type of way? Then aha. You don't believe me? Okay. That's on you. Y'all going to see. Y'all going to see. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah, ah, 
Boom. Okay. The funniest part about this next line is that when we did prayer, uh, somebody reached out to me and was laughing hysterically because in the prayer episode, I said, do you realize who you're talking to? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're talking to the creator. Like, do you realize that? Like, how fortunate you are to even be in that moment for him to allow you into his presence like that's no joke like don't take that lightly like do you realize who you are talking to um and so he's gonna go into that right now um but i feel like again a lot of god is coming out in this song obviously the song's called god like you would think like okay obviously god's gonna be in this but i think he puts god directly in this uh, along with himself and so we'll go we'll go into that right now let's see what is you talking to hey do you know who you talking to slide on you like falling drapes god touch full of carnivals i kill him with kindness or i kill him with diamonds or i put up like 1500 get your ass killed by the finest everything life is a gamble nothing in life i can handle Seen it all, done it all, feel pain more For the cause, I done put blood on sword Everything I do is to embrace y'all Everything I write is a damn make ball Everything I touch is a damn gold mine Everything I say is from an angel Just to touch up a little bit on what Kendrick was saying um, About there's nothing in life that he can't handle From coming from God's perspective is Pastor Chase recently told me that in life, it's okay to not necessarily question God, but bring your conversation with him to a point where you're just as genuine as possible. And, and being in that, that that's a relationship, you're going to have questions that are, that are, uh, that are difficult. Um, why, why do things happen in life? Bad things happen to good people in life and just difficult questions. And he's, um, large enough to handle those questions because he knows the questions you're going to ask anyways. He knows what you're thinking anyways. So you might as well just ask the questions and see where he takes you with that train of thought. Um, he actually wants you to ask him. <laughs> really? Um, he wants all of you, right? Yeah. He wants the, the, the good, bad, and ugly. Um, because he knows you can't do anything with it anyway. So give it all to him and let him bless it tenfold and make it all what you need to have in your life. Let me see. It's a damn make ball. Everything I touch is a damn gold mine. Everything I say is from an angel. I don't blush and fuck shit. Always your shit, my shit. Coming boss to ignite shit. Morning to the night shit. Everything I do is in to embrace y'all, which, you know, can easily be Kendrick talking to us like he's literally doing this to embrace us or God, everything he's doing is to embrace us. Yeah. Um, everything I write is a damn eight ball. Everything I touch is a damn gold mine. Everything I say is from an angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry for it. Ask for a peace of mind. You charge me for it. I wanna see sometimes the good Lord. I'm in the street sometimes and can't afford it. I got a bad habit. Man. Um, asked you for a peace of mind and you charged me for it. You know, I wanted that answer. I wanted that calling. I wanted that response. And it's, you're charging me for that. Um, 
you know god is yes he gives you the free will yes it's there's no currency involved in you know in believing in him in deriving that faith um but mentally physically spiritually it uh it takes everything that you've got um you know if you want that peace of mind if you want that confidence to know that you're saved and that you know you have eternal life it's not going to come cheap um it's not going to come cheap at all um but let me see hold on right here but then he you know then he goes and he says i'm in the street sometimes and can't afford it afford it um you know which is just like he can't afford it because he was already charged for the peace of mind right so he can't afford to give his currency of his of his mind of his spirit of his soul of his body of his time he can't afford to be giving in to those old habits anymore because that's gonna that's the dna that's what gets in the way uh you know of the ultimate goal um so you can literally only afford one route you can only afford one bus which bus uh you know which one is it gonna be uh kind of along those lines but let me see Hang on. I just think it's just worth noting that every song up until this one had a negative connotation and had a negative vibe and a, a consequential feel about it. Um, and he gets to God and all of a sudden everything is just good. Everything, everything is just does. confidence. Everything is just pure. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just got it. He's in it. God, he was saved you know, by all of these things that were a part of him, but that fear transitioned him into, you know, that state with God. And now he's literally telling you, this is what God feels like. This is, he's literally telling you, this is what God feels like. And I can't speak for anybody else, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never had a feeling, a rush, uh, an adrenaline, a pump, um, you know, any of those things that we look for in this world, I've never had any kind of response from any of those things like the way of when I've felt God moving directly in my life. When I've felt those moments, when I felt his presence, when I felt his energy, when I've seen him in the world in front of me, uh, there is nothing like that feeling. Um, you know what I'm saying? And it's like I'm laughing to the bank. Like, it's like I got all the answers. It's like everything is okay. Everything is going to be right. Like Pastor Chase said, I know how this is going to end. Right. 
It might not be pretty right now, but I know my victory is coming. And that moment, that feeling, that vibe can be topped by anything else. No drug, no job, no amount of money. Um, that's where it's really, really at. Um, and that, I think that's why God, he, you know, he's always tugging at our hearts because he knows, like, how good our lives can be. He knows as for right if we just make a decision to accept it you know there's no there's no fulfillment we're gonna have you know like the one god can do yep it's just a fulfilling life and he's just waiting to give it to us once we make it and so let's take this moment to dive back and realize that this album started with him losing his life and here we are at the end of the album um, and we're gonna go into Duckworth right now um, but Duckworth is a family name that you know is from Kendrick's family that's a, a family name within his family tree and um, it's about the intermingling of karma of free choice um, of sin and of consequence and he's gonna go from front to back and say all these things that were wrong and were put in that place and how free will allowed people to reverse and manifest good karma into their lives and of that free will decision came the life career and prosperity of Kendrick Lamar um, you know so all of these things through God's grace at the end is what allowed him saving grace from the life that he was damned at the beginning to have at the very beginning. Um, from the moment that he entered this world, he had entered sin. And up until this point, right? So um, let me see. Let me get into this right here. And mind you, if you listen to Duckworth, <laughs> I think they say God maybe like, 50 times in the song so like god. in between the lines yeah that little voice he goes god yeah. god like all throughout the song which was pretty good to me, it was always me against the world until i found that it was me versus me uh i was battling the world i was fighting all these things that are going on when the real fight is actually within myself that's the back to prayer back to that independent relationship that's that is what defines it that's what gives you that chance um you know and you gotta you can't fix the world until you fix yourself right. ultimately so do you think you're that's gonna huh go ahead no i was just saying if you think you're gonna help anybody out you you need to help yourself first like you oh. can't give until you have right that battle between spirit and flood well me versus me yeah yeah absolutely absolutely back to dna yeah um let me see okay just remember what happens on earth stays on earth we're gonna put it in reverse So basically what happens is um, 
somebody within Kendrick's camp, um, you know, was part of some some gang before, and that gang had shot up like a Popeyes or some chicken place or something like that. They killed the manager or something like that. And so Kendrick's dad was one of the guys that worked at that chicken place. So to get on their good side, whenever they would come in, he would give them extra food for the free and hook them up. And they spared him because of that. Um, even though he was a witness or something like that to the crime. So, um, you know, they made that free choice to spare him and in turn um kendrick basically says that if he would have shot that gun then he then top would have been in prison for life kendrick's dad would have been dead so he would have grown up without a father and died in a gunfight. um but you know because of this free will uh they were able to reverse the decisions of their lives through um through that grace and um in turn Kendrick's dad is spared. Kendrick grows up with a father. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's cultivated into who he is. And now we have this album all because of that choice. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just free will can definitely work against us, but it can always work for us for a fact. Um, but uh, the biggest thing I got from this was this song, though it's a great story about Kendrick, right? In his life. And I think that. It just shows how God worked a mysterious way. Yeah. How how lined up. That's you know that's, that's weird, but it's probably not weird to God because it might have just been plans for work like this. Right. If this, if that never happened, who knows where Kendrick's career, career would have been? Right. If we would have had the project. Um, so we'll hear him break that part down a little bit. Morning shirt pocket, cross the street from the projects. Anthony Plant the Robin, stuck up the place before back in '84. That's when affiliation was really eight years of war. So many relatives telling us, selling us devilish work, scaling us, crime, intelligent, felonist, prevalent propositions with nines. Ducky was well aware, they robbed the manager and shot a customer last year. He figured he'd get on these niggas' good sides. Free chicken every time Anthony posted in line. Two extra biscuits, Anthony liked them and then let them slide. They didn't kill him, in fact, it looked like they're the last. To survive, pay attention. That one decision changed both of their lives. One curse at a time, reversed and manifest a good karma. And I tell you why. You take two strangers and put them in random predicaments. Give them a soul so they can make their own choices and live with it. 20 years later, them same strangers you make them meet again. Inside recording studios where they reaping their benefits. Then you start reminding them about that chicken incident. Whoever thought the greatest rapper would be from coincidence. Because if Anthony killed Ducky, Top Dog could be serving life while I grow up without a father and die in a gunfight. So I was taking a walk the other day. Huh? <laughs> um yeah so you know that literally they literally reversed in that last part they literally reversed all the way back through the album track for track in what two five seconds something like that and reversed everything that happened up to this point literally he just he said it and he said uh you know free uh 
give he's, give to put two random people in there. Um, he says they reverse and manifested good karma, and I'll tell you why. You give two people a spirit so that they can make their own choices and live with it. Um, yeah, and then you know you remind them about the chicken incident, and they they're in the studio where they're reaping their benefits. Right. Um, you know of of that moment. So uh, that reversed everything and allowed to wash away all these sins um to allow you know what we're literally sitting here talking about and trying to figure out and spread god's word through even more um you know it's just god works in such crazy ways but let me take this back to the very beginning of duckworth this is the only song, because there's multiple little voice clips like, oh, whatever happens on Earth stays on Earth, and another world premiere, and right. the king, right, and all these things. This song at the very beginning says, all right, now we're going to put it in reverse. And so I'm going to just play it out real quick. Just remember what happens on Earth stays on Earth. We're going to put it in reverse. And so I don't know if you guys have heard of Kendrick's second album or not. Uh, there was a lot of different rumors and a lot of different theories about it. Um, but if we take this album and we put it into reverse and we listen to all these exact same songs in the reverse chronological order, mm-hmm. now some of them have a second meaning which obviously we've been talking about, we've been battling back and forth about, we've been trying to figure out. Um, but when we listen to it in the chronological order, you know, um, right, we went all the way through those and he was saved. He was saved um, through this, through God, right? Through Jesus, uh, through free will. Um, he was saved and he wasn't damned um, like when he started. But when we put it in reverse, and we listen to this album backwards in order, we actually end with Kendrick being eternally damned, damned in the end. Because of the decisions he's because made. Because of the decisions, because of the lust, because of the lack of humility, because of his pride, because he couldn't remain loyal, because of the way he felt, because of that negative element that he was in instead of the positive element that he was in. Uh, we take Yah, and you know now it's no longer God showing him the goodness now it's every time he's sinning like johnny said or every time he sees sin god is talking to you Um, when you're in that moment of contemplating what you're about to do and that little moment where you're like damn i know i shouldn't be doing this that is god that's your radar that is yeah yeah that is literally going off like god is talking to you he's tagging on you he's antagonizing you until you come to him and if you refuse and you ignore that then you're going to remain in that element because of your DNA as a human. Um, That battle of the flesh, that battle of the spirit. And what it turns out is that with all these things, you put your faith into other gods and you're damned. You know, it's straight up Deuteronomy. Blessing for obedience, cursing for disobedience. Um, you know, one way or another, you know, you can be saved because of your weaknesses or you can be damned because of them. Is it wickedness or is it weakness? You decide. Is it lust or love? You decide. Um, 
but yeah, I think that was probably the quickest way to to, to reverse back right. through that without going uh, song for song, song for, for song. song. Oh man! Um, but you know, I, I I guess we can technically pause and say, okay, well, you know, he started with God in his life, um, you know, and he had this fear of God, um, and he had fear of other things in the world, and he closed his eyes to that, um, you know, and he had love. But then he chose lust instead, um, you know, and the lust got into the way of his humility because he has all the worldly things he wants. So how can he possibly be humble if he has lust in his spirit instead of love? Um, and, you know, humility, the anti-humility, right? The lack of humility is pride. Um, and when you're prideful, you can't be loyal to anybody outside of yourself. Um that's just the way it is that the absence of pride you know is humility it's you submitting to a greater purpose or it's you submitting to love you know it's you being in a relationship and saying you know what like what you want for yourself is probably more important than I, what I want for you or what I'm currently feeling um you know along those lines um you know and that that lack of loyalty if you will has him feeling some type of way he's battling all of these things he's going through all of this um you know without the presence of god if you will you know and that keeps him stuck in that element where he nobody is praying for him he feels like nobody is praying for him and he's trying to take on all these battles so he just gives up he's like fine i can't stay here i might as well stay here in this in this element that i'm in um and just assert my dominance over all of you and even though god is going yah yah on all these times that i'm sinning and refusing and ignoring him he keeps you know there's just so much static in this world that i can't hear his message anymore um and my dna right won't won't let me evolve in the light of god it stops um, we have all this sovereignty and this power and this glory within us, um, but we also have that weakness and we also are easily attacked by the devil because of our mind, um, you know, and uh, that the sex, money, murder, these are the breaks that literally gets in the way and stops our vessel from continuing on the journey to heaven. Uh, and because of that, you have lost something. You've lost your life. Bang done that's it that's literally it um but yeah so thank you to the people that have listened uh this far um we hope that you liked it we hope it was relative we hope that you took something from it even if it was the smallest thing uh you know like i was saying like if even if he wasn't speaking from god's point of view even if he wasn't speaking all about god like god is all through and through this message um you know what i'm saying even if he didn't intend for it to be uh god is all through and through this message um and there's so much just like you know i'm a firm i'm a firm believer that even if you're not a believer but you read through the bible you would gain so much knowledge and wisdom that you would apply directly to your life um and you know what i'm saying that can do so much for you uh in that same way this album can do a lot for you um you know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to go through the circumstances that he's talking about. Uh, I assure you. I assure you that you don't. Uh, and he's asserting this with confidence. He's throwing this out there. This is what I believe. 
he literally said, F you if you get offended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The world is ending. I'm done pretending. Like, he literally said that. So yeah. he's affirming his belief. He's confident in his belief. He's been, maybe he's just been given, you know, many reformations, um, you know, on his belief, on his individual relationship. That, obviously, we don't know. Kendrick, if you're listening, we would love an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so... You know, I just hope that, you know, you can take a second look through this album and and just see how God's trying to bless you in your life. Um, That's really what this is about, to be honest with you. Um, Kendrick's a relevant rapper. He's arguably the greatest, if not one of the greatest, either dead or alive, however you want to put it, however you want to argue it, whatever. Um, You know, it's undeniable, but he took his stature, he took his platform he took his time, put his lyric and his lifeline on the line, stuck up in that studio so that he could bless us with this message uh, that God put onto his heart. Because he said, everything I write is from an angel. Everything. So, you know, he's sharing that gospel. He's sharing that good message and hoping that you just hear it. Um, you close your eyes to look around. Um, so listening is part of how you are developing, obviously, if you're in America listening to others um talking to others things like that that's how we really uh that's how we really grow um but yeah so maybe want to close out with a little uh, little close out prayer real quick um like i said guys thank you for listening we really appreciate your support if you got something from it we want to know what you got from it. If you had some ideas or some contradicting ideas or you want to talk to us about it or, you know, share what you think, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to have the conversation. Um, but yeah, you know, with that, with that being said, uh, God, I thank you for today. I thank you for the message that you've put on our hearts. And I thank you for the platform that you've given us to share that message. And, um, we might not always have the right things to say. We might, we're, we're definitely still figuring this out piece by piece. Um, but our faith in you is what allows this to flow. And, um, your grace is really just everything, God. Um, like Kendrick said in God, like you really feel this good. And, um, and I thank you for that because I believe it and I feel it and I agree wholeheartedly. And uh, I just thank you for this message that has been put out into this world um, by one of the most famous rappers. Um, He's on such a global scale and he's using that scale to share your word. And if that's not humility, then I don't know what is. Um, So I just I just thank you for that. I thank you for him. I thank you for the blessings you bestowed upon him and the blessings that you've used him for to help us. And I pray that you allow people to listen and you allow them to open their hearts and hear your word and come to you uh, and just come home because you got that function that's just never going to end and that feeling that's never going to drought. So uh, I just thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for everything. Uh, You're gracious and we definitely don't deserve it. Uh, In your name I pray. Amen. Um, But yeah, episode six. six. Damn. Damn. Damn is right. (laughs) Damn to say the least. And uh, we're at two hours and 42 minutes. Good gracious. (laughs) But there's probably at least a solid like 20, 30 that need to get cut for sure. 
so twenty um, tops. Part, tops. I'm sure there's other parts in there that we probably don't like. There's a bunch of little little clips and little segments. Um, loyalty. I was gonna cut out a lot of that. Um, there's a few. There's a few big chunks for sure.